Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, I'm James Nakise, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower. I'm here with Saab Jahal, clinical psychologist. He's going to answer a few of my questions and uh, give us some practical uh, ideas on what we can do with mental health. So today I want to ask you, uh, it seems like sharing feelings and emotions, you know, it's just sharing everything we've got. Mm. Like that's, that's the best way to handle it. It's a good idea to do that. Um, is it? Good question. Uh, kind of depends, which is what you'd expect me to say as a psychologist. <laughs> uh, yeah, it depends. I guess it's what it is that you're sharing. Because, mm. um, you know, there is this idea that kind of venting, you know, often if you've got bad feelings, like, yeah. I just, just get rid of this, get, yeah. get it out of my system. Actually, it doesn't seem to work. It actually just seems yeah. to, like, you know, you get more of those bad feelings. It just, it just amps you up, right? right? So that's one thing. It's like actually sharing and being angry doesn't kind of get it off your chest. It actually makes it worse. So that's the first thing. The second one is like, actually, you have to be careful about perhaps who you're sharing feelings with, mm-hmm. um, whether it's the right place, and whether it, your timing's good. Okay, so it's a bit more nuanced than just sharing feelings. There's a time, place, and person, perhaps, it might be that you want to share those feelings with. So yeah, be careful. Uh, if you're sharing feelings when you're really, really upset, often what we don't know is that actually uh, our memories and our emotions are actually linked to each other. Okay. So if we keep telling the same story, sharing the same memory when we're feeling upset, then the next time we think about that, we'll start to feel upset because that was the last couple of times we did that, right? Mm-hmm. So we could solidify the link between memories and feelings uh, when, we're, when we're talking about them. So yeah, be careful um, how it is you are when you're sharing your feeling and who it is that you're um, sharing that with. When is it a good time to share your feelings? When's, it, when's a positive way in which you can share yeah, so, you know, lots of people share all kinds of stuff on social media now. So, you know, just, I would just, you know, sound a bit of a note of caution. People are getting a bit more wise around that and thinking about, well, is that actually something that everybody needs to know? Or is that something that maybe I'll keep to a trusted few people who know me better and perhaps know a bit more context as to, you know, what it is that I'm sharing and why I'm sharing this? So yeah, think about who it is, what sort of relationship, what's for public consumption, mm. and what you might want to keep in your tight five circle of yeah, friends, yeah. or a little bit bigger than that, your family. So yeah, thinking about those sort of like circles of sharing that you might have. With, with something personal, when you, when you are sharing something personal, like um, deeply personal, yeah. like a miscarriage, yeah. what happens there? Yeah. Oh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a really interesting one because, you know, there's many different people who are affected by that and, and in different ways, you know. So for women, um, you know, it's much more, it's a medically common, um, but it's really uh, underestimated the impact that it has right. on, on women's lives. You know, it interrupts, you know, whatever kind of story that they may have around their reproductive life cycle. It's a, it's a traumatic, psychologically upsetting thing to go through that people don't really talk about because, you know, there's this thing about you don't 
really tell people that you're pregnant till you're maybe 12 weeks on mm -hmm. and so people didn't know you were pregnant and then you're going to perhaps tell people that you actually maybe lost that baby as well it's hard to be in that grieving space when it's hard for you to that people didn't share that information with you in the first place and you know there's evidence to indicate that actually even if women go on to have successful pregnancies afterwards, the impacts of losing a baby still last through that too. You know, so it's not resolved by having another baby. Um, and for men, uh, or partners actually, for same-sex partners of, of women who have lost babies, because the evidence seems to be quite similar, is that um, it's hard for them to share. It's hard for them to have that story. Um, I remember um, going through this myself. Um, you know, telling uh, a couple of people and the response was, it's okay, you're gonna have, you'll, you'll have another one. Um, and so it kind of goes back to your sharing thing as well, because that was probably the last thing that I needed to hear right then. Because, you know, I was, you know, of course, supporting, supporting my wife, but it kind of dismissed it. Um, right, right, right. And so for me, it's quite silencing. So sometimes sharing things can be good because it encourages you, you know, other people say, oh, I've been through that too. And then it encourages you to, you to perhaps share some of your experience and to understand that there's a community of people perhaps going through that. But if, you, if the timing's wrong or it's just received not as you'd like it to be received, then actually it can feel quite silencing and you can feel quite lonely as a result of that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tricky, right? Because when more than one person is affected, then they're going to be affected in in different ways and, and, and you know and it affects some people more than others uh, some people going through the same experience so yeah it's hard so pick your time pick your place and pick the person you're going to share it with and if you don't get the right response don't be discouraged um, I would say just um, perhaps try again um, in a guarded way um, but um, don't find it completely silencing it's just about trying to find uh, the right place and circumstance to do that and you mentioned that it's quite common yeah, absolutely. In terms of uh, miscarriage, it's, it's, it's really, really common. Um, but it is just one of those things that we don't talk about too much as a society. So people, women can feel really isolated when it does happen. Uh, and when other things happen, like people announce that they're, they are pregnant uh, in, the, in their workplace or in their family, because it's perhaps something that they haven't spoken about or disclosed, it could really echo uh, in, in quite a... Um, sad way for them uh, and like, like I say the research is and, and people's stories are is that, that this can go on for years mm. um, so it's important to, to acknowledge that this is a real thing that goes on for, for women it's a real sense of loss and, and grief um, that manifests in their lives and ripples through to their families too. Thank you Sab. Thank you for sharing. It's uh, Saab Jahal, clinical psychologist. Uh, thanks for listening to us uh, here at Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower. I'm James Nikise. See you again. This podcast is made possible by the RNZ New Zealand On Air Innovation Fund. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.